Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, No Regard for Authority. No Regard for Authority. Years ago, I dealt with a situation in which a young lady, age 16, came home and told her dad that he was going to jail for abuse. And then she and her boyfriend were going to live in the house. Brilliant plan. Brilliant. 16-year-old brilliant plan. Well, as she went to the authorities, they began to examine her with intensity as the charges were very serious. In the process, she quickly confessed that it was all a lie and that she had made up the whole thing. At that time, I shared with this young lady what God had to say to his people Israel in the Old Testament concerning out-of-control rebel youth that were coming of age and yet still under their parents' roof. Deuteronomy 21, 18-21 says, If a man is a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and who, when they have chastened him, will not heed them, then his father and his mother shall take hold of him and bring him out to the elders of the city, to the gate of the city. And they shall say to the elders of the city, This, our, this son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. Stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Then all the men of the city shall stone him to death with stones, so that you shall put away the evil from among you. And all Israel shall hear and fear. All Israel shall hear and fear. In Israel, proper regard for authority began in the home. Out-of-control re rebellion was not to be tolerated. It was deadly serious. In the New Testament, Paul references this principle from the Old Testament in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. Legitimate abuse is a terrible thing. Children need to be nurtured. As Paul says, fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord, Ephesians 6.4. However, proper discipline is the expression of real love. True love acts on principle, not just emotions. Proverbs 3.11 and 12 says, My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as the father the son in whom he delights. The psychobabblers have turned God's truth on its head. In today's world, proper biblical discipline is considered abuse. And consequently, we have an entire society in which kids never learn to properly respect authority. Discipline, biblical balanced discipline, is sorely lacking while drugs are in full supply. Society thinks we can drug them into good behavior. The further society gets from God in the Bible, the more out of control it becomes. No regard for authority be begins in the home. The very last verse in the Old Testament says this in Malachi 4.6, And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the hearts of the children to the fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. So goes the home. So goes the nation. The foundational building block of society is the home. When the home is in disarray on a widespread scale, the whole of society is in jeopardy. No discipline results in no regard for parental authority, which in turn is reflected in no regard for God-ordained governing authorities. But above all, the most fundamental problem is no regard for God's authority. 
Last day's perilous times is characterized by children being, quote, disobedient to parents, 2 Timothy 3, 1 and 2. The breakdown of the home leads straight to the Antichrist, who is the ultimate representative of lawlessness, 2 Thessalonians 2, 8 and 9. Anarchy and chaos, in which everyone does what is right in their own eyes, has no regard for authority. This is the spirit of Antichrist reflected in the mystery of lawlessness already at work. 2 Thessalonians 2.7 Proverbs is called the book of wisdom because wisdom is its theme. It has much to say about the necessity of discipline. For too long the church has tolerated psychobabble and indeed been greatly influenced by it. The greatest need in the church today is to get back to the wisdom of God as plainly stated in his word. But alas, also characteristic of last day's madness is that professing Christians will no longer endure sound doctrine. In the face of this madness, Paul says to preach the word in season and out of season. Keep preaching, my friends. There is always a remnant. Even in the darkness of last day's madness, God is still building his church. I have a friend who often says to me, keep swimming. And what he means is, keep swimming upstream against the prevailing current. Keep swimming, my friends. Or as Paul puts it, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We need transformed minds in the face of last day's madness. Romans 12.2 Proverbs 13.24 says, He who spares his rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him promptly. Proverbs 19.18 Chasten your son while there is hope, and do not, let, and do not set your heart on his destruction. If you don't chase him, he's going to end up in destruction. Proverbs 29, 15. The rod and rebuke give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. Hebrews 12, 6 and 7. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. If you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? Well, the answer to that question would be, the one left to destruction. Lord, help us to be wise. Uh, the world has all kinds of messaging completely contrary to the Word of God. And uh, the influence is so great that it impacts the entire society, the entire church even, as far as uh, uh, the psychobabble. And so, Lord, help us to be faithful in these days in which we serve you. I pray in Christ's name. Amen. <clears throat>